The more successful you are, the more you will be criticized and attacked by average people because average person is average because they don't want to do the work to get to success the way that you have done the work to get to success. This is just how it works. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? DreOldJay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we are going into part two of our what is going to be a 10 part series on why you fear success. What is causing you to push yourself away from and avoid success at all costs? Before we get started, let me remind you, daily motivation, Monday motivation, text messages that I send out daily and weekly, respectively, to everyone in my text community. Text me at my number 305-384-6894 to get those messages again as soon as we get the text messaging mechanism fixed, then you'll be getting those messages on a regular basis. Secondly, work on your game university. That is the place where I do all my coaching. If you would like to have me as your direct coach, there's one way to do it. That's inside the university. You would like to get into our four-part framework based around mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. One way to do it inside the university. You want to get our two physical mailings we send out every month, the Bulletproof Bulletin and also the Black Book. One way to do it, work on your game university.com. That link is down below in the description. You listen to this show often enough, you get a pretty good feel of my style. And when it comes to the topics that we talk about, when you go to that link that I just gave you, work on your game, university.com, you can see what we're covering there. You can schedule a time to get on a call with us. We'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go, and we'll tell you how everything works from there. Again, that link down below in the description. So with that out of the way, let's get into right into point number four here, picking up from yesterday's masterclass. And we're talking again, the reasons why you fear success. Number four, attention and criticism. So what you'll notice when I'm talking about these reasons why you fear success, these are all things that either sometimes it's someone has already achieved some level of success and you start to notice these things happening and you fear them. So you push away or you are anticipating what will happen when you're successful, maybe because from what you saw from other people or with your imagination and you're like, well, I don't want that. So you do everything you can to stay away from it. So sometimes you have actually experienced these viscerally and sometimes you're just thinking about them, but they all do happen. They are all real. So as you create more success, you naturally will draw more attention to yourself. And we've already talked about why this is, because most people are not successful. So when you create success, most people don't even try to be successful, let alone do they become it. And the more attention you draw to yourself for whatever reason, you will naturally draw some people who have something to say about you, whether it's positive, negative or neutral. 
simply because you are visible and in front of them. The more attention you draw, the more people are going to have an opinion about you. It doesn't matter what the opinion is. They'll just have an opinion. Why? Because you're there and they're going to talk about it. This is what human beings do. But if you happen to be in front of a lot of people and you are successful and people note your success, meaning your success is visible or it's publicly noted for whatever reason. And again, public can mean within your community. It doesn't have to be to the whole world. You will get even more criticism and more negativity from other people because of the success when you're noted for having achieved at a high level. Now, why is this? Well, because some of you may be thinking, well, Dre, when somebody's wildly successful or widely noted for being a success, don't they get more praise? Don't they have fans? Don't they get followers? Don't they become influencers? Don't they have all these people who like them and people who buy from them, people who give them money? Yes, they do. At the same time, they get more negativity. Just think about it. If you just think about that, it makes sense, right? If you just think about this a little bit, anybody you know who is known and they have fans and they have customers, or they got money or whatever it is that you think comes with being successful to good stuff, guess what? They get a lot of negativity for it too. You might not see it or hear it all the time, but it's there. If you look hard enough, you won't have to look that hard, you'll find it. Now, why does this happen? Because most people by definition are average or below average, all right? That you already know. You've heard me say that a hundred times on the show. So when they see you, these average and below average people, again, you are a mere mortal just as they are, and you created this level of success that they have failed to create or not even tried to create, what are you to them? You got to understand how they're thinking. I'm going to tell you how they're thinking. You are a reflection of their shortcomings. See, when you see another person being successful, there's a couple different ways you can look at it. You can look at it and say, all right, that person is successful. Good. That motivates and inspires me. I can be successful too. What can I extract from what they're doing that I can use for myself? That's one way of looking at it. That's the healthy way of looking at it. That's the way that I would say about 2% of people look at success. Then there's a person who looks at it and says, well, that has nothing to do with me. I don't even care. I would say a good about 40% of people look at it that way. Then the rest, that leaves us about 58% of people, they look at it the other way. That your success is a reflection of their lack of success. And they have two choices from that point. They can either A, figure out why you got the success and they didn't, they can do the work to close the gap, or B, they can come up with a story in their own minds that makes you lesser than you are. It doesn't literally make you lesser, just in their mind, it makes you lesser so that they can feel okay and they can sleep at night knowing that even though you had a success, you only have it because of this, or because you're this color, or because you're this gender, or because you're a cheater, or because you're a bad person, or you're immoral, or because the world just gave you all this luck, or you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth and they weren't. And they can just craft all these rationalizations to make them feel okay about the fact that you have more success than them. This is the choices that people have. And a good percentage of people choose this option that I just gave you. Again, people do have the option of looking at you as an inspiration and figuring out how they can create some of the success for themselves that you created for yourself. They could do that. Most people don't choose that. They just find a way to pull you down mentally, again, in their own minds, so they can reconcile their failure to be as successful as you are. This is why the more successful you are, the more you will be criticized and attacked by average people because average person is average because they don't want to do the work to get to success the way that you have done the work to get to success. This is just how it works. And they will craft stories in their minds to rationalize this exact activity. And a lot of times, again, this happens unconsciously, subconsciously. People don't even realize that they're doing it, but they do it. And the more you listen to people talk, the more you'll start to understand what's going on in their minds because words are a reflection of people's thoughts. Despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. 
So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. You get my emails directly to your inbox every day, free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you have in what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process. And let me let you know. It is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping and I'm gonna give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're gonna have what you wanna have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number five. Today's topic, once again, we are on part two of a what's gonna be a 10-part series, Why You Fear Success. Number five, judgment. Now, this is one that we kind of just touched on a little bit, but I want to talk about it a little bit more. Now, this judgment that I'm referring to is not just from other people. It's also judgment that you have of yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror. So first, let's start with the judgment you get from others. As I just told you, most people are average and worse. Many people have very unhealthy ideas when it comes to success in any form, such as health, finance, or career success. Many people are very unhealthy in the way they think about how success happens. In other words, you ask someone about how can you make a good amount of money in life? Many people have some really negative ideas of how people who have money get money or how to be successful in a career. They think, well, let's talk about this. Let's go into this a little bit. So you ask some people who are not very physically healthy. What does it take to be healthy? Oh, well, I don't want to be in a gym all day. I don't want to be drinking damn protein shakes. I don't want to have to eat like a rabbit and eat grass all day and be eating all that stuff and be in a gym all the time and lifting weights. And I ain't got time for all that. They come up with all these negative stories that they make up in their minds about being healthy so that they can justify being unhealthy. You understand? When it comes to finance, and this one is finance is, I think, the most pernicious, the worst one, because when I'm on social media on X, which is the only app where I actually engage in commentary between people, this one is extremely unhealthy. There are some people who I would see as as far as their careers go, these are some people who are doing fine in their careers. They're making fine money, but they are incentivized to preach to their audiences that in order to be successful financially, you had to be some type of negative or bad person. And there's a whole game around this. I've talked about this on some levels, but there are many people out there, many people. And this one is, again, I think this is the most pernicious who believe that to be successful financially, you must be some type of negative person. You had to be greedy. You have to use other people. You have to not care about other people. You have to just be a miser who's just trying to get everything for yourself and you will squeeze all the equity out of other people with no apology and no remorse. And there are many people who think like this. There are many people, especially who think like this about entrepreneurs. I don't know if you'll be surprised, but I was surprised even. And I have talked to a lot of people and heard a lot of stuff. I have been surprised with the kind of things I hear people say about entrepreneurs, these just general ideas they have about entrepreneurs that are not based in any type of reality but they believe them. It's their reality. They believe it. 
Well, there is a such thing as your reality. There's no such thing as your truth. There is a such thing as your reality. But a lot of people believe that to be an entrepreneur, you had to be this negative person who was just using your staff and you're giving them as little as possible. And you're just some greedy billionaire who got financed by some corporation or by the government, or somehow you got access to these billions of dollars that are locked up in your safe that you swim around in every day like Scrooge McDuck. And you're just using your financial leverage against everybody else to make the world worse and just to make your pockets fatter. And there are people who really, really, really believe this. And again, these are the kind of ideas that people have in their heads. And you're not going to change their minds, by the way. All right, don't even try. And when it comes to career success, same thing. Oh, well, the only way, reason you moved up in your career is because, well, you kissed up to the bosses or you let people talk to you any kind of way or you just gave up all your self-respect or these negative things that people come up with. Again, is they're just rationalizations to make them feel OK about the fact that you are further ahead than they are. Instead of figuring out how they can get to the same level as a successful person, again, success being relative, most people just put a negative label on the people who have that success so that they feel OK not having it. So they will judge you and they will judge you harshly. And they will. Some of these people will be willing to voice their judgment of you. And when there are more of them, there are the more confident they are to voice their negative judgments of you. We call this the vocal majority. The vocal majority. These are the people who they have some negative idea they have of you. And when they feel supported, there are other people who have the same idea. All of them will get louder and stronger in their voicing against you. Let's just put it that way. And this is something that I know to be true. I'll probably do an episode on this soon after this series is done, is that people tend to agree with you privately and quietly and in private. When people agree with you, they tend to do it quietly and in private, especially when you're talking about something that maybe people don't want to jump into that hot water because there may be some pushback and opinions are divided. People tend to disagree with you loudly and in public. So you need to learn to take this with a grain of salt when people disagree with you. And I'm on, again, like an app like X, which used to be known as Twitter. I tend to jump into conversations where I know there are divided opinions. And I like jumping into those conversations because I get to add something to the conversation that's not already being said. If I agree with somebody on something, I usually don't say anything because I don't have anything to add to the conversation. They already said it. I tend to jump in conversations where people disagree. And when people disagree with my pushback, Oh, the disagreement is very loud and it's very public and a bunch of people will jump in. I'll get 60 comments from people who disagree with something that I said, especially on topics like uh, politics, race, money. Those are probably the top three where there's a lot of pushback and the negative pushback is loud and it's heavy. But the people who agree with me, they don't really say anything. They just quietly agree with me. <laughs> they might like my posts. They might follow me, but they don't get into the conversation and defend me verbally because they don't want to deal with the backlash that comes with it. And I get it. And I ain't mad at those people. But you need to understand this and you got to have your mind in the right place to be able to deal with this if you're going to get yourself into the public space. And that doesn't mean you need to be on social media talking to people in comments. I don't recommend it. It's not for everybody. You got to have a certain type of mental makeup for doing this. I have it. Not everybody has it and not everybody needs it. But as I'm saying here, instead of figuring out how to get to the same level as successful people, most people just put negative labels on you so that they can feel better about themselves. And again, on social media, I hear people talk about entrepreneurs. They're evil, greedy. They're exploiting people. And this couldn't be further from the truth, but a lot of people do truly believe this. Another form of judgment, the other flip side of this is you judging yourself. This is a judgment you got to be aware of as well. And this is the worst judgment because you got to deal with yourself all day. You can put your phone away and not hear people saying stuff about you on the internet. You can't put you away. Well, you can, but I would suggest you not. All right, because most people are average. It is inevitable that you've been around a lot of average people your whole life. 
All right. Most of you can't avoid being around average people. You have no choice. You go to school, you go to work and you, know, you go outside, you go to the grocery store. All right. There are average people everywhere. All right. You can't avoid them. There's too many of them. So a lot of those average loser thinking ideas that you would get from average people are embedded in your brain the same way they are embedded in their brains. You got these. If you went to school, I guarantee you got a bunch of loser think average ideas because school is designed to create and manufacture a bunch of average people who, to live average lives. It's designed that way. So unless you were homeschooled, there's no way you could avoid this. So when you start to create success, these loser ideas that have been planted in your brain, they might start to creep up in your mind. So you must have the tools to deal with these. And guess what? We happen to have that tool. It's called the Bulletproof Mindset System. And that's the first thing you're going to access when you join Work On Your Game University at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game university.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game university.com. Point number six. We're talking today. We're on part two of our what's going to be a 10 part series. Why you fear success. Number six, future failure. Yes, this is another reason people fear success is because they don't want to fail in the future that they haven't even gotten to yet. All right. So they call when you are too focused on what's happened in the past, they call that anxiety. And when they say you're too worried about what's going to happen in the future or too concerned what's going to happen in the future, they call that worry. So future failure is a form of worrying. Many people hesitate to do things that will lead to success tomorrow because you may feel you're setting yourself up for a fall from grace the day after tomorrow. So if I am at a level 10 today and I do the work that will get me to a level 12 tomorrow, then the problem is, what if I fall back to a level eight the day after tomorrow? Well, I might as well not get to the level 12. Why not just stay where I'm at and keep it neutral the whole time? This is how people think. This is the rationalization that they go through. And therefore, they sabotage their success and do nothing. And they rationalize and they come to the conclusion it's better to do nothing at all than to move up and then have to move back down. Because you have created success in the present now, you create an expectation. I will tell you that that's true. When you create success, you create an expectation with yourself and through others to do it again. And you need to maintain that success. You want to maintain success. Any of you who's created success, you want to maintain it, right? You want to stay up there. And if you doubt your ability to maintain or expand on your success, which means you may fail in the future compared to your present achievements. It doesn't make you a failure. It just means you have failed to maintain the success. So if you're used to a level 10, you move up to a level 12 and you can't maintain a level 12 and you fall back down to a level 10 again while well, you fail to achieve the level 12. All right. That's what I mean when I say fail. And some people get sensitive about me saying the word fail. If that's you, I would suggest you get over it. You're going to be in the work on your game world. We don't play that shit. All right. I'm just going to give you the language as it needs to be said. So. If you fail to maintain that level 12 or you fear that you'll fail to maintain that level 12, you will not even try to get to the level 12 in the first place. You'll just stay at level 10 and do nothing. 
which is neutrality. But the problem with neutrality is there is no such thing as neutrality with human beings. You're either getting better or getting worse. Every day you're getting closer to dying. So there is no such thing as being neutral when you're a human being. It is impossible. You are building or destroying always. So when you create the expectation by being successful in yourself and in others to maintain success, if you doubt your ability, you might say, well, I might as well not even try. Consciously or unconsciously, you might decide to just stay where you are and never become successful so that you never set yourself up for any form of failure, any form of disappointment of yourself or others. Because again, you may have others depending on you. You go perform at a level 12 and they're like, oh, well, Mikey's going to do a level 12 every day. All right. Now we can depend on Mikey to do a level 12. All right. Now you got expectations. You don't want to do that. So let me not raise these expectations by being successful. Let me just stay average. This is how people think. And this is how you end up blocking your own success. This is self-sabotage. In short, some people would rather be consistently average rather than be wildly successful and then risk falling to a lower level of success after that. It's not that you're going to fall to a lower level of success. I mean, what's stopping you from just staying up there once you get up there? Nothing that says you have to fall back down, but some people are so afraid of what would happen if and when they fell back down that they don't want to get up in the first place. I talked about this metaphor a long time ago is that you can't dunk the basketball without jumping. Even the tallest basketball players in the world got to jump in order to dunk the basketball. And some people don't want to jump to dunk the basketball because they're afraid that they got to come back down to the ground after the dunk. So they never try to dunk in the first place. So you got to leave your feet. It's an extended metaphor for basketball, but all of you can get it just from what I said before that is that if you are afraid of falling off before you even get to a point, you are basically predicting your failure before it even happened. Why are you doing it? Worry is a down payment on future failure. That's what it is. You're making a down payment. You are investing in your failure in the future by worrying. You're making an investment. It's like you went and bought some, some stocks and bonds. Instead of buying stocks and bonds, you just buy failure. Let me just buy some failure now so that it will mature and I'll have more failure in the future. Why would you want to do that? And see, putting it that way might make it sound more silly. It makes it sound silly, right? And I want you to think that it's silly because I want you to stop doing it if you've been guilty of this. Recapping. Reasons why you fear success. We're picking up on point number four, attention and criticism. When you achieve success, you will get more attention. And when you draw more attention in life, you will get more criticism. Even if you're not trying to get attention, success draws attention naturally. And just like food draws ants and you're going to get criticism because the more people look at you, the more they're going to see what you're doing and they're going to have something to say. And there's just negative people out there who think negative things. They're going to say negative things about you. This is a natural, natural progression when you draw more attention in life. So be ready for it. It is coming. Number five, judgment, not just judgment from other people who will judge you because they will find ways to mentally pull you down in their own minds so they can reconcile why you're successful and they're not, but also judgment from yourself. Because again, as we talked about in yesterday's opening to the series, if you haven't achieved the self-image that is a reflective of the performance that you want to get to or that you have already gotten to, then you'll be judging yourself. And also you'll be judging yourself about, hey, these loser and average ideas that you've been taught your entire life, like from school, like from the average people in your neighborhood, in your family, at your job, if you haven't uprooted that negative nonsense that you've gotten from these losers and average people. And there are many of them all over the world. You can't avoid them for the most part unless you live in a bubble. Uh, you got to get those out of your brain because those negative thoughts will start to pop up in your mind as soon as you start to look like you want to be successful. And this is why the bulletproof mindset is the first thing we teach inside of work on your game university. And number six, future failure. This is the down payment that you're putting on your failure in the future. So let me not even try to get to a higher level now because I'm not sure I'll be able to maintain this. Why not just stay where I'm at? So this is where I'm going to end up anyway. All right. This is a loser mindset. And this is a 
symptom of you having as the root cause these loser and average thinking mindsets that have been embedded in you again by your family, by your school teachers, by your peers, by your friends, and by your coworkers, and just by average people, period, all over the world, all of your life. This is why the Bulletproof Mindset is the first and most important piece of what we do in Work On Your Game University. I know you want to make more money. I know you want to run ads. I know you want to launch your book. I know you want to put your course together. But without the right mindset, nothing you do to achieve success is going to sustain. You will self-sabotage it yourself without even knowing that you're doing it because you've been dealing with a bunch of losers all your life. I'm not saying that the people around you personally are losers. I'm saying that the world is filled with losers and you cannot avoid them. It's impossible. If you go outside, you're around losers. All right, just look around. All right, there's some losers out there and you can't avoid these people. And their thoughts have been embedded in your brain over the last 30 or 27 or 42 years. And unless you do something consciously and intentionally to get rid of it, those loser thoughts will bring you back to averageville. This is why most people are average. All right, it is not a look. It's not luck. It's not a magic trick. Everybody got me? Good. Tomorrow we're going to go into part three of the series. Make sure you go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's the place where you can get coached by me directly. And I will walk you through not only the mindset pieces, but then the actual action steps and the systems and the accountabilities and all those things that you need to take your business and your life where you want it to go. You can listen to this show. All right. You know my style. All right. Do you think I can help you? Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee. Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it, though. You don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. You probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com work on your game that's drinkag1.com work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad.